Welcome, and thanks for tuning in to the Restoration Forceware Church Audio Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Stay tuned for today's sermon. Enjoy, and God bless. His daddy thought, oh, you just want to fight. You just, you need to quit. The, you know, you need to, to put down violence. He said, I was wrong about you. Because when those, he said, when those men came after me, he said, I wanted them dead. He said, me and you, we're of the same blood. That's what we need to understand. You and your father are of the same blood through Jesus Christ. And he wants you to fight the enemy. He wants you to pick up your weapons. He wants you to get engaged in this fight. And he wants you to do what he taught you to do through the Spirit of God. Amen? Okay, there's four things, and I'm going to run through these, and I hopefully I can get through and show us what is in this thing for us when you ask the question, what's in it for me? And I'm still in this scripture, Ezekiel, verses 14 through 17. The first thing we need to realize is this right here. The Spirit of the Lord is always on the move. Amen? The Spirit of the Lord raised Ezekiel up, and he went in the heat of his spirit. He didn't want to go, but the, the Bible says that the hand of the Lord was, was strong, amen, up on him. Amen? So the first thing we need to understand that when you come into the kingdom, and this is one thing that if you know this, It'll help you find your way. The first thing we need to understand is, is everything is by God's Spirit. The Spirit of the Lord has always been on the move. The Spirit of the Lord don't ever sit still. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, it says, The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. The Spirit of God didn't just start moving then. The Spirit of God had been moving from the foundation of the earth. The Spirit of God was moving ever since God has been in existence, and God has always been there. When you go somewhere, you can't outrun God's Spirit. You can't beat Him there. You can't outpower Him. Everything is by His Spirit. Romans 8 and 14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. That's how God determines if you're a son or a daughter. But the only way to be led by His Spirit, listen, you got to know His voice. You got to know when it's God talking. You got to know when... The Spirit of the Lord is speaking, and it ain't the enemy. Amen? And that's what you, we, we need to open up our minds to this stuff today because the enemy is, he's, he's cunning. He's, he's, he's been around a while. Amen? And the way, the way he gets you is, the Bible says, if, if you walk in the Spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Okay? Now, the only way the devil can get you is if you get in the flesh, right? And I'm going to tell you why. Because when God brought him down, remember the snake, remember the serpent? God said you're going to eat dust all of your life, right? The rest of the time of your existence. Okay, what did God make us out of? Dust. When you eat, when we get ready to leave here, you're going to eventually get hungry. I'm hungry now. But when you get ready to eat, you're hungry. But why are you eating? To sustain yourself. So that tells me that the only way the devil can be sustained is if you get in the flesh and give him something to eat. Huh? 
So you got to stay in the spirit where he can't mess with you. Because the Bible says when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord lifts up a standard against him. Amen? But if you don't know these things, the enemy can creep in because he's crouched at the door, the Bible says. 1 Corinthians 12 and 13, it says, For by one spirit we've all been baptized into the body, uh, being many or one body, so also is Christ. Amen? Ephesians 5 and 18, it says, And do not be drunk with wine wherein is, is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Zechariah 4 and 6, and I like this, and it says, Not by might, nor by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Everything that happens, it happens by the Spirit of the Lord. So the Spirit of God is always on the move. That's what you got to understand that. Wherever God will take you, it's gonna, he's going to take you there by his spirit, and his spirit is going to be there when you get there. Everything is by the spirit of the Lord. Jesus said in John 6, he said, the flesh profit nothing, but, my, but the spirit gives life, okay? That's what, the, the, it ain't about the flesh. It's about God's spirit, okay? He said, my words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. So if you want to get filled with God's Spirit, try getting into this Bible. Try reading the Word of God and fill yourself with that. Just like God told Ezekiel when he gave him the scroll, he said, what you see, I want you to eat that. Amen. It's going, when he ate it, he said it was like honey, but when it, later on, it got bitter. Amen. All right. Not only does the Spirit of God is, is always on the move, number two, you got to realize that it's an inside job. What's in it for you? It's an inside job. That don't mean that, that you're working on the inside. Yeah, I'm going to be working inside the church. I'm going to be, you know, <laughs> I ain't got to go outside with pastor to hand out, hand out you know, flyers uh, for, for restoration and recovery. I, I, I got to do my work on the inside. No, that ain't what I'm talking about. The, the scripture in Ezekiel said that when, when the Spirit got him down by the river, the Bible says, he says, I sat where they sat. In other words, I, he identified with them finally. You ever heard of don't judge somebody until you didn't walk a mile in their shoes? See, that's what I understand about, uh, and, and I thank God for this thought, restoration recovery. See, anybody can't identify with somebody that's, that's uh, trying to fight the spirit of addiction. Because the one thing I don't believe in, I don't believe once an addict, always an addict. That is a lie. The Bible tells me if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, everything is new. Amen? If I hadn't have told you where I came from, I, I guarantee you wouldn't have never guessed it. Because when God cleaned you up, I don't care how much fire you've been through, you can't even smell the smoke. Amen? It's an inside job. And, and I thank God that he don't ask you to do nothing that he's not willing to do. Philippians 2.5 says, Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. Now that's something that a lot of us don't want to do. Oh, uh, what's in it for me, Lord? Well, you know, you need to take, you, don't, you ain't going to get no reputation. But we come in church, we want to be seen. We want the fame and the fortune. We want this and we want that. But God is saying, you need to come in and give me some praise. 
You need to give me an offering. You need to give me the glory. Not expecting nothing in return. It's a new concept, ain't it? I know. It's a new concept, but, but that's what's in it. If you want to follow God, that's it. And see, this is what you know about God, though. If you read your Bible, you'll understand. You ain't got to wonder about what you're going to get. The Bible said, God, I already know what you need. My baby hungry. You think God don't know? But a lot of times we don't get the help because we ain't engaged. We somewhere pouting in the corners. Don't want, and, so, and somebody right next door might have what you need. Uh, let me just move on. Taking the form of a, of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. If I had time, I could go in there and show you what is, is the difference between a slave and a bond servant. Huh? See, the slave, he, he, he got chains. He's there against his will. He don't want to be no slave. He, he, even an indentured servant, he's there, and after seven years, he's trying to do his time and get out of there. Amen? But a bond servant is the one that at the seven years is gone. Hey, the seven years is up, and he loved his master so much, he stayed there and served him for nothing just because I love you. That's what God wants. God wants some bond servants. But now, when you read the Bible, when we see that, we're like, nah, we don't, I don't want to be no, nobody's servant. I, but I guess what? Me, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Amen? And the way we serve the Lord is we have made it a decision that we're going to be here. Y'all going to see us. Don't, don't, if you've been seeing us for a while, get used to us. You're going to see us because we come here to serve the church, to serve the pastor, to serve you guys in whatever it takes. We're not trying to, to do nothing else but serve. Huh? I know that's a good, that's a new concept too. We don't, we don't. But that's what God, that's what God is trying to do. The Bible says, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. And therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. If it's got a name, Jesus' name is above that. Amen? All you got to do is name something. Cancer. Jesus is more powerful than that. Epilepsy. Jesus' name is above that. Any sickness, Jesus' name is above it. Jesus' name has dominion above that. Boy, we just don't realize what we got. We don't realize what, what, what God made when he made us. Let me give you an example. And I'm going to be done in a minute. I'm looking at my time. I, I'm almost through. When God made the heavens and the earth, the Bible says that the earth was without form and, and, and void. It was empty, and, and God's spirit moved up on the face of the deep. And, and it goes on down through, and, and the Bible says that, that uh uh, God said, let us make man, and he got down there at some point, and he, created, and, he, and he molded us from the earth. Why is that so significant? Because if you read the Bible and study it, when God made the earth, everything that he needed was inside the earth. Boy, everything he needed was there. That's why when he wanted some cattle, he said, let the earth bring forth. 
He didn't, he didn't uh, go down there and have to do all the stuff that, he, that uh, over again. It was already in the earth. He just had to call it out of the earth. Let the waters be filled with all of these creatures. Let the earth bring forth the tree and the, the barren seed. So guess what? Since you was made from the earth, everything God needs for you to do, everything you need is already in you. It's already there. You know, we, and I've been guilty of it, and I hear a lot of people say, you know, God's getting ready to do this, and God's getting ready to do that. But I didn't come to learn that God ain't getting ready to do nothing. God done already done it. Jesus was walking down through there, and he said, look, they was, they, the disciples was waiting on something, and Jesus said, look, the Father is working. <laughs> Therefore, I'm working. Huh? He already could see in the Spirit what God was doing, and he just went and laid hands on God's hands. Behold, be healed. Man, that's a concept that I'm still trying to get. Amen? God is already done it. That's why Jeremiah says, before you call, I answer. Now, how in the world can God do that? Because he's everywhere. And everywhere means he's in the future. <laughs> he already knows it. Luke 17, 21, it says, the kingdom of God is within you. Stop looking out there for your blessing. If you got God, if you saved, the whole kingdom is right there. What's in the kingdom? God, healing, success, everything God is. But see what it is, it ain't there for you to just pull it out at your will. The Bible said that the gifts God give us, he, 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 uh, he spreads it out severally as he will. It's what he wants to do. We need to find out what God's heart is and get involved in that. And I firmly believe that God's heart right now, and that's what I'm here to try to present, is that God's heart is, 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 is wanting to come against a, a, a spirit called addiction. It's, it, it, it's, it's coarse in the earth. But if you don't think it's a spirit, if you just think it's just, oh, it's just, it's hereditary. Oh, it's just the way your mind, no, it's the spirit. Anything that you're involved in that you try to quit, that you just keep falling into again, it's a spirit. The devil has assigned stuff to you. So guess what? I'm like this, and the reason why I get like this is because God has made me a warrior against the devil. I dare the devil. And it ain't me, it's God. God gives you boldness because God done already defeated that guy. No, he want to come in and lie like he got a fight. You ain't got no fight. God has already defeated you. Philippians 2.13, for it is God who works in you, both to will and to do. In other words, God's already got a plan. You ain't got to plan nothing. Just find out what his will is, and then he going to do it. <laughs> we ain't even got to do it. Ain't that good? Number three, the spirit is moving. Uh, it's an inside job. It takes time. Now, this right here is kind of hard. Ezekiel, when he sat there, he said, he sat there seven days. Now, don't say what he was doing. But I don't believe he ate nothing. I, 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 believe, I don't believe he was sitting there having fun. Seven days is a long time to just be sitting in one spot. Amen? It takes some time. 
And it ain't God don't need time. We do. <laughs> we need the time to figure it out. We need the time to, because to, we just slow like that. Okay, hold it. I'm slow like that. I need time, y'all. I need time to figure it out. I'm, if I, I get out in front of God and I mess something up, wanna, honey, thank you. She, she didn't bail me out a whole bunch of times. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5, 8 through 10, it says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, your enemy, the one that wants to kill your children, that wants to kill your vision, that wants to kill your victory, the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Now, it's a whole lot there. Number one, he's walk, he, ain't, he ain't a lion. He like a lion. Huh? Roaring. Look, and he can't look at it. Seeking whom? That means he can't just come and pick anybody. He can't just come and just get you whenever he wants to. He can't come and cut you down any time he wants to. But So who do we get? He get the ones that done fell away. If you look at those, those films about Africa, about the, the lion, they go to chasing. They get the weak ones, the, the, the slow ones, the ones that, that ain't with the pack. That's who get God. Amen? So we got to make sure we stick with some soldiers. We got to stick with up under, put out, get ourselves under the pastor's wing and do what he say do. Glory. <laughs> He's trying to devour you. The Bible says resist him steadfastly in the faith. Don't just do it however you want to do it. Resist him in the faith, in the word, in Jesus. Believe that you can do it. Resisting steadfastly in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while. Now see, all of that's happening, and then afterwards, but in between, there's time. And I'm afraid that time is going gonna, gonna to be some suffering. I'm going to tell you why. It ain't just, I ain't, I'm not preaching that you're just going to suffer. Whatever. No, this is Bible. Because the Bible says the one that ceased from sin suffers in the flesh. If you ain't hurting, if you ain't, if you got everything you want, that means that you're doing something you ain't got no business. You're feeding that flesh. You stop feeding that flesh. You stop feeding it food. Won't it cry? Oh, Lord, won't it cry? It's the same way. You stop feeding your flesh sinful acts. Yeah, you suffer. But the Bible says after you suffer a while, look what God wants to do. He'll perfect you. He'll establish you. He'll strengthen you. Oh, he'll settle you. He'll, 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 he'll settle you in. And I thank God that over, over the years, he, I, I, I think I'm beginning to get settled in. I, you know, I, I fought this thing because I, I, this ain't, this ain't, I don't desire this a lot. But every, but when I get in it, I fit right in because that's, that it's me. It's me. I hate that enemy. 
and I want to show. I I want to. I hope somebody believe me that that that's the num- that's the first thing you need attitude you need to, to come against him with is you need to not like him. Why are you letting the enemy just come in every time? After he done already stole something, he's knocking on the door. You gonna let him in? Okay, number four, and then I'm done. You know what's in it for you? The fourth thing. An assignment. I'm sorry. After all this was over, when God got through doing all that, he said, son of man, I done called you to be a watchman. And I can see Ezekiel like this right now. What? I don't want to be no watchman. I want to be a priest. I want to be just sitting around, you know, lighting the candles, you know, with my legs crossed, sitting up in the, in, in, out of the weather, in the tent, behind the curtain, with you, Lord. No, you need to get out there. They're acting crazy. Hear what I, I'm saying, and you tell them. And I'm talking about God told him that when you, I'm sending you to your own people, and guess what? By the way, when you tell them something, they ain't going to hear you. But if you don't tell them, I'm requiring the blood of your hand. Look here. An assignment. This is three things about that assignment. Number one, it's predestined. Preacher, pastor done already told you. Your assignment, it ain't got nothing to do with you. It? God didn't ask you. God don't say, uh, Sin, what do you, what do you want to do? Will you? Yeah, I mean, I, I know you got uh, many gifts, but what should I make you? Well, what do you want to do? See, I'm going to make you what I want you to be. Most of us, I put on the spot. <laughs> it ain't about us. You ain't got a choice. But then again, God makes it easy. Wherever he puts you, most of the time, it's the thing that hurts you, the thing that made you suffer the most. After he get through with you and he deliver you from that thing, more than likely, that very thing that's going to make you mad that you got away from, he's going to say, look, now I done delivered you from that thing can't hurt you no more, but there's a whole lot more people out there that's got that thing on them. I need you to go grab them and snatch them out of it. You're going to get an assignment, and it's going to be just like that. Number two. You ain't got to worry about it. You got everything you need. You ain't got to go to school. You ain't got to go get no certificate. You ain't got to get ordained. You ain't got to get nobody to lay hands on you. Everything you need is already in you. You done already conquered that thing through Christ Jesus. And all God wants you to do is go show somebody else that they can conquer him too. He, that you're more than a conqueror. He's going to do it through you. The same way he done it for me, he'll do it for you. You're taking a word to him. You ain't taking no toolbox. You ain't got to go learn how to do it. Just share with somebody how he brought you out. Now, I'm going to say this because the pastor might not be able to. A lot of us won't go because we're still in it. You don't want to go down there because you're still struggling with it. You're scared you might slip. All I got to say about that, y'all know, y'all know what it is. <laughs> Amen. But look, this, this last thing 
is going to help you because you ain't got to stay there. He began, the, the, the Bible said that, 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 that God began to share with Ezekiel um, what he must do. So this last part of, 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 of what God was in it for you about your assignment is that um, you need to follow instructions. I'm going to say that one more time so y'all didn't hear that. You're going to have to follow instructions. That means that as pastor is laboring in this word, as he comes up front, as he begins to share with you and teach us how to do this thing, he's going to give us instructions. What does that look like? All right. Come on, pastor. I'm done. Pastor getting ready to give you some instructions. Amen. He's going to give you some instructions, and because I know that God doesn't set the stage, God is wanting to enlist some people that he's either already done got over the hump, he's working with you now, and he want to enlist you to be part of this ministry. I'm talking about, I'm, I'm, just, I'm here for restoration, restoration recovery. Because God wants to remake us. He wants to renew our minds. God wants some soldiers. He don't, he don't, he don't want nobody that's going to be disengaged. Amen? So, so, so that's the icing on the cake. concludes today's sermon. Thanks again for tuning in to the Restoration Foursquare Church Audio Podcast. We pray that today's message has encouraged and empowered your journey in following Jesus. If you would like to learn more about Restoration Church, please visit our website by going to r4sq.org. We pray you have a great week. God bless.